This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, March the 10th, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Samak, Yud, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, and the spirit of might. The declaration today reads this. A hidden position in place, a spiraling path of light, the creative light revealing the significance of traversing through the width, the depth, the height, and the up and down, where peace is reminding us of our seat, and our seat is secure. Today's declaration really stirs up a lot of of what I've been feeling here as of late, particularly the three letters that we're talking about with Samak, Yud, and Shin. Because when I look at Samak, I look at the place of, of being protected. I look at the place of, of being wrapped around the arms of Almighty Yahweh. You know, when, when the scripture talks about the, the, that he has covered us over with his wings, to me, that, that really begins to, to cry out of the living letter Samak and a, and a, and a, and a way of looking at the, 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 just the protection and, and supernatural support that Yahweh gives us in this place of, of Samak and underneath of his wings. Or if you will, Yeshua even mentioned it when he talked about the sheepfold itself. And he said, there is only, you know, the only way you can get through into the sheepfold is through the door. And Yeshua is the door. But inside of that sheepfold, there is protection and there's, there's covering for the, for the lambs, if you will. Now, in this place, Yahweh's been speaking to me a lot about hiddenness lately. And last night at our, our School of the Living Letters, our year two, we get together and it's a, one of the most beautiful times because we have an opportunity to now dig into the, the Hebrew words and begin to break them down based on our revelation of what Yahweh has given us about the Living Letters themselves. Not only that, but it's an opportunity for us to be able to to really talk about the things that we're seeing by the Spirit and the things that we're seeing that Yahweh is 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 calling us to see. But last night, really, I began to see Samak in a whole new way because I began to see it as the place of being, if you will, under the talit. Because underneath the talit, I'm, I'm covered in him. I'm wrapped up in his loving kindness. And not only that, but I am wrapping myself up in his holiness. Because I'm, I'm taking the fullness of him and putting him on as a blanket. Now at the four corners of this, of this garment, there are what's known as the zitzit. These zitzit are, are really a reflection of the, not only the, the laws, if you will, the laws of the Torah, looking at it from a Hebrew perspective, but the laws of the Torah. Remember, don't get wrapped up in that, he, that word law, at least not from the, the Western mindset. Because when, when we, when you look at it from the Hebrew mindset, it's not talking about a this or a that, a yes or a no, a right or a wrong. It's the loving instruction of a father. You know, when I think about my daughter as she was growing up and, and the things that we told her, there were things that I laid, I had to lay the law down, if you will. And I had to say, okay, you can do this and you can't do this. But why? It was for her protection. It was for her covering. It was a place where I know that she, uh, she could be protected. Uh, underneath, if you will, our wings. How much more so with Yahweh when we look at it from that perspective? And of course, you know, my, my Lauren was was always a good girl. She, you know, we she she wasn't perfect by no means, but she was definitely a good girl and and didn't really get in a whole lot of trouble. But there were times that we had to lay the law down and said, okay, you can or you cannot do these certain things. 
And so it reminds me of that in that place of that loving instruction where the times that we did have to do the pop pop or put her on restriction or that sort of thing. You know, it was it was in this place of of, if you will, just setting about a realization that there are consequences for our actions. There are consequences beyond what we do. And you see, the, the next letter that we're talking about today, which, which is Yud, really talks about that spark and that all spark of creation. You see, I you know, if, if you guys are all right with this today, I'm going to get a little deep on a daily Hebrew declaration. Don't normally get quite this deep, but there's been something that's been stirring inside of my, my spirit, man. And in Matthew, Mark and Luke, there are three places where it talks about you're not going to take a candle and put underneath underneath a, a bushel. No, you're going to put that, that candle up on a candle stand so that it can be seen by all that's in the house. But Yahweh began to stir something. The Holy Ghost began to stir something up inside of me. And because I began to think about the place of, of daven or davening. Davening is more of the, the English word for it because really the Hebrew word daven literally means to pray. And when, when the, the Jews begin to pray, they begin to rock back and forth. Have you ever wondered why they do that? What is, what is this, this process of davening or this daven back and forth causing? They're representing the flame. They're representing a fire. They're representing the fire of Yahweh's holiness inside. And you see, the yud is the spark that begins that fire on the inside of each and every one of us. And the shin becomes the, the fullness of that fire. The, the if you will, the, the glowing that begins to, to, to shine so that all can see. But how does that spark take place? You see, I began to see Yahweh taking me to the place of that of that covering. When I look in and I cover myself with the talit, I'm, I'm covering myself inside of him. And I'm allowing that spark to begin to to burn on the inside of me so that, that it begins to burn on the outside of me as well. Yahweh took me into the secret place many years ago, and I've, I've remained there, but that's, that's another story for another time. But when Yahweh took me into the secret place, one of the first things that happened was there was a spark that began to grow in the, in the, in the very innermost part of my heart. And I'll be honest with you, I was a little bothered at first because... I'd already been saved and I and I was like, but Yahweh, why why is this spark now coming to light? I thought I'd already been on fire for you. But I heard just Yahweh remain silent. And I had to learn through time that whenever I would make a kind of a what I would call a silly uh, comment like that, and Yahweh remained quiet, it's because he was about ready to show me something right after that. He was beginning to to really reveal something greater. And so I've learned to just kind of keep those things quiet now. <laughs> but it did. It bothered me a little bit. And and, and I'm just being real with, with saying this. But that spark began to grow. And as it did, it began to fill up my chest. It began to fill up my, my, my stomach and my arms and my legs and began to move upwards into my head. But everything was contained inside of my skin. And I always wondered why that was the case, why it remained in, you know, inside of my skin and didn't burst forth from that. But then I realized now, looking back on it, that Yahweh had taken me to a place of hiddenness and a place of quietness, a place of setting aside just for him. 
You see, I began to realize that inside of this talit, inside of this place where I daven, I begin to be, I begin to pray, and I begin to seek after His face. You know, there's a there's a place where an outward expression of a husband and wife when they're married, and see, to me, the talit becomes very very intimate, to the place of 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 it of it really kind of reflecting this place of the intimacy that a husband and a wife have. And there's there's an outward expression of that love. And that that probably the most the most obvious of the outward expressions of that is a kiss. And for the most part, there that is really about the 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 extent of of the outward expression of a husband and wife out in a public area is the kiss itself. Because when you start talking about those places of the intimate times, they're the times where you're you're separated apart and and you're coming together as one. Now I know this is this is getting rather deep in here uh, with this declaration today, but follow me out because what Yahweh began to ask me last night as I began to to pray and began to look at this place of His stomach, the place of His talit over me, and the the yud that had caused a fire and the shin that was the fire itself burning inside of me, I began to realize, and Yahweh asked me this question. He said, are you willing to, to reveal what I've told you to reveal? Yes, I'm willing to reveal what you, I've, you've told me to reveal. And then he asked me a question right behind that. He said, are you willing to keep secret the things that I've asked you to keep secret? You see, that really struck me at my core because... I began to realize that 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 sometimes as as one who begins to speak many times I want to to talk about those things of the of the the, the deep part but Yahweh has kept me Yahweh's kept me from that many times I've I've remained rather silent unless I'm in certain situations where I don't talk about certain things Yahweh's doing something Yahweh's doing something in us and there's a place where he's asking us are you willing to keep my secrets? Are you willing to hold on to the fire inside of you and wrap up in my holiness? <laughs>